Hello, my friends. I am excited to share another guest episode with you this week. I've been doing guest episodes for February and we've learned so many amazing things and I can't wait for you to dive into this episode. I had our guest Carolyn Call from Just Ingredients joining us to share more about her journey to her journey of mental health and using nutrition to heal depression and some of the mental health struggles that she faced um, throughout her life and all of that. So I'm really excited for you to hear this episode because the thing that I absolutely love, if you are wanting to feel better, um, using nutrition to feel better, using, um, we talk a little bit about non-toxic living, like wanting to feel better in your body. If you're having symptoms of mental health symptoms, depression, or even just symptoms of not feeling good, I wanted to invite Carlin on to talk about how to really thrive and feel better and address the root causes of those symptoms through nutrition. So I am really excited for you to listen to this episode. She shares some amazing um, information with us as well as helping you get started on your journey wherever you are right now. You know always on this podcast we will meet you where you are and this episode is no different. So if the idea of healing with nutrition feels overwhelming, I want to invite you to listen to this episode because she does a wonderful job of helping us um, navigate step by step, creating that change step by step. And you know I'm an advocate for that around here. So Please let me welcome Carolyn, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself, and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Okay, I am so excited for this interview. I have Carlin Call, um, the owner of Just Ingredients with us, and I'm really excited about this episode. I was talking to her earlier um, because I think it's it's really important. Um, I was sharing that I went to six plus years of college for health coaching, nutrition, and all of that. And a lot of the things that she teaches um, us and is going to be teaching us today 
I was not taught these things, or this is very new information for me. So we're going to be navigating this journey of healing our mental health with nutrition and non-toxic lifestyle, as well as just being able to thrive in life with using nutrition. So welcome, Carlin. I'm so glad to have you here. Will you just introduce yourself to us? Yes. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, so like you said, I'm Cara Lynn from Justin Ingredients, and I'll just tell you a little bit about my background, how I got started in doing this. So about 16, 17 years ago now, I actually faced suicidal depression and I actually attempted suicide. And thankfully, by the grace of God, it did not happen. And after that experience, because I had been dealing with so much depression that finally I just enough was enough and wanted to take my life. But after it did not happen, it was a wake up moment of, oh my goodness, I need some true help. And so I went to doctor after doctor um, looking for help. And every doctor I went to said, well, we can give you this antidepressant, which I was on. So don't get me wrong. I don't have anything against them, but I would say to them, well, will they heal me? And every doctor kept saying no. And I said, well, I want to heal from this. I haven't always been like this. So I know something is wrong. I know the body can heal itself if given the right tools. I just don't know what those tools are. I don't know how to heal from this. And doctor after doctor, just sorry, there's nothing we can do. The antidepressants, the best thing that we can give you and to help you. So I did those for two years and um, I just felt seat belted in my emotions is the best way I can explain it. I didn't feel that miserable, that miserable depression, but I also didn't feel that joy either. And so finally, after two years of searching doctors and going to different doctors, I found a doctor who was like, yeah, I can help you. Um, there's lots of root causes for depression. And I was like, ah, why don't these other doctors know this? So anyways, we did, um, she said it will take a lot of different tests and, um, it'll take a lot of hard work on your part. It's not an overnight fix. There's not a magic pill, but we've got to get to the root cause of what's causing your body to react like this. And so after lots of tests of blood work, urine, saliva, um, different tests, we found out there's a plethora of issues. Like I wasn't absorbing B vitamins, which is huge in mental health. You need good levels of B vitamins. Um, I had lots of different hormones that were not balanced. My adrenals were struggling. My vitamin D was really low. My magnesium was really low. I had infl high inflammation. I had food intolerances. I mean, there just was a plethora of stuff that just made this tornado of a, of a bad mix, you know, and the depression was the symptom of all these root causes. And so, um, from that point on of meeting that doctor and working with that doctor, I worked with her for two years and um, she got me on a health journey because I did not grow up on a health journey. We ate the standard American diet. I had frosted flakes on the way out to school in the morning and ate school lunch or a bologna sandwich and came home and maybe had a carrot or maybe one piece of fruit with our dinner, you know, but I, I didn't grow up in this health conscious home. Um, I didn't in college, live a health conscious life. You know, I, I thought I was doing good in college when it was a low fat phase and I yeah. ate everything low fat, you know? And so I had to go on this long journey of trying to figure out what nourished your body, what didn't, what products um, were nourishing to the body. I um, went and got my nutrition certificate just because I wanted to learn more. And 
about three or four years ago, I just started having this, um, like inner voice, like this feeling of start sharing your story with others, because I had so many friends and neighbors and relatives, just so many people around me that were dealing with depression, anxiety, um, fatigue, uh, migraines, just all these different issues. And I wanted to say to all of them, like, oh, I just want to cook for you for one month. And then I could show you what your, how your body would react differently, but you can't go up to a neighbor and say that, you know? And so I was like, how am I going to share my story? And I'm like, I'm just, okay, I'm going to start an Instagram account. So I started an Instagram account, hoping to just get 2000 followers. I thought if I got 2000 followers, it'd be a great little hobby. And um, it exploded. People are just hungry for this information. People don't feel great and they want help or they know lots of people around them that are struggling with health issues, autoimmune, depression, migraines, all these different things and want simple baby steps of how do I better my health? And so, like I said, people were hungry for it and the Instagram grew. And so then I've now been creating better choice products for people to purchase as well. Yeah. I love that. And we were talking a little bit earlier about how I, you know, I found you on Instagram and I, I was the same way, just like so hungry for this information. Um, because it's not something that I, um, really it's not mainstream and I'm the same way. I grew up eating canned beans, canned peas and canned corn. And I would beg, just please don't do the canned peas. Like it was, I remember, you know, <laughs> and so, yeah. <laughs> so it definitely, um, can feel foreign to some people, this, this concept of like using food to heal. Right. And I love a couple things that you brought up because around here, we talk about a lot about identifying the root cause and a lot of it with what we talk about is kind of some emotions that come up with your approach to food and you're bringing in this practicality of there's some, there's some actual biological root causes that are happening in your body. And what you kind of jumped into, and I wanted to like bring this out is that you you stepped into a finding support and be willing to being willing to make it a journey, right? It didn't change overnight. It didn't just like all of a sudden snap your fingers. It was a journey and you looked for that support and you kind of stepped into this idea of empowerment for yourself, empowerment to learn more, to gain more knowledge, to support your body. So I really wanted to like point those out because you did such a beautiful job of explaining it um, in that, you know, we can be empowered in this journey. And you really, I think you really do that well by teaching people how to start. So let's talk a little bit about the start. <laughs> um, will you start from the very basic, maybe just give us some sort of basic information of like, how does nutrition heal? Like, how do I know if I change something is going to help me? Like, let's say I have a symptom, right? I have some symptoms. Um, how do I, like, where do I start with that and, and starting with maybe changing my nutrition? Yeah, it can be all really overwhelming. And I'll tell you when I started, I told my doctor, like, if you just tell me all these things I have to do at once, it's just my personality that I'll throw my hands up in the air and say, forget it. I can't do it. I just hate being overwhelmed. And so for me, I had to take baby steps, one little step at a time. 
And I knew it was going to be a lifelong process. It wasn't this new diet or this new trend that I was on. It was just a way of life to nourish my body. And when you're talking about being empowered, you really do have to know and say, I have to do this for myself because no one else is going to do it for me. The government's not going to do it. The FDA is not going to do it. Your doctor's not going to do it. You have to do it yourself. And that's what I realized in that moment was like, okay, I can either take my life, which I tried, or I can nourish my life. It's up to me. There's no one else to make that decision. And so you have to first realize that. And then if you want to nourish your life and live your best life possible, then you take those little baby steps. And so um, if you know your root cause, then that's really easy to start there. So let me just give maybe a couple examples that yeah. might fit some of the women you're dealing with. So for instance, sugar cravings, people a lot of times think that's like, oh, this willpower, I've just got to not eat as many, as much sugar. Well, no, sugar cravings can be due to lots of things. You might be really low in magnesium and low in magnesium can cause extreme sugar cravings. It could be um, that you have candida, a yeast, and it just loves to feed on sugar. It may be that your cortisol levels are off and that you've got these insulin spikes and um, drops. And so there's lots of things than just like willpower. So if, um, if you're issue is sugar cravings, then maybe you would start finding foods that are rich in magnesium, or maybe you would focus on trying to keep your blood sugar levels more balanced. So a lot of times I tell people like start on your health journey with whatever health issue it is that you're having. So another example is my daughter. She's struggling with um, terrible. She's going to hate that I'm saying this online. (laughs) She struggles with terrible cramps. And I know that that is um, your body screaming for help. And so we went and got some blood work done, some tests done, and she was really low on magnesium, which that can be an issue and low on her omegas, her omega threes. And so then for us, those are foods that we're going to, or nutrients we're going to focus on in our family with like fish and nuts and seeds and different things that we can provide her to help give her those nutrients. So sometimes it's easy to just start with your root cause and focus on that. A lot of times though, women don't know their root cause. They just want to get on a health journey, which I totally understand. And so at that point, it can be as easy as like, um, making sure you're drinking more water each day and filtered water, making sure you're getting more fruits and vegetables in your day, because most of us don't get enough fiber. Fiber comes from those fruits and vegetables. And so it can be as easy as that. Like I'm going to add a smoothie to every dinner, a green smoothie, or I'm going to add um, a vegetable to every lunch because I never have a vegetable at lunch. I mean, it can be as simple as that. It doesn't have to be, I've got to go to my kitchen and throw out my whole pantry and start over. So um, start with the clean water, start with the fruits and vegetables, and then start at the grocery store looking at ingredients. And if you pick up the item and you understand all those ingredients, they're ones that you would have in your kitchen pantry, then they're made from whole foods. And so I always tell people, buy the products at the grocery store that are made from whole foods. So sour cream, it just needs to be cream. It doesn't need to be cream and monodiglycerides and all these other things. So that's a long answer. My answer is either deal with your root cause and figure out what your root cause is or baby steps 
baby steps of adding in water, fruits and vegetables, and being aware of the products you're buying at the store, making sure they're whole food ingredients. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's, I love that you brought that up as you, you can go the route of all the testing and things, and those will show you certain things. And you can also step into, okay, this is what my capacity is right now, right? Asking ourselves, what is my capacity? And I, you know, I have a similar, I'll, I'll help your daughter feel a little bit better. I have a similar journey where like I was navigating some food intolerances and now I'm navigating some cycle issues, you know, and, and, you know, now it's time to go do some testing on some of those things and like learning that. And I've spent a couple of years figuring out, you know, the food issues and I'm in a pretty good routine. I'm still learning. Um, but you know, it, it takes that time and it's okay to, to know that you're not going to be perfect from the start, right? And to approach it in your capacity. And I, I just love that that's like the message that you're kind of bringing in throughout all of this. And one little change at a time, because if you do one little change at a time, it becomes a whole lifestyle rather than some new trendy thing that you're trying out. Yeah. Can you speak to just a little bit of like, you were in a pretty rough place mentally how did you get yourself to a place of like being willing to step into change? I think a lot of women struggle, like I'm already feeling really crummy. How do I, how do I like take that first step or how do I believe in myself that I can keep doing better and not go back to that feeling crummy all the time? The very first thing that you need to do is acknowledge the issue. So you have to accept the issue. You have to accept like, I feel terrible. So that's the first thing because you can't make change without acceptance. And then two, you have to be willing to change. I mean, once you accept it, you have to make that decision. Do I stay this way or do I make changes? And that was the point I was at because I had hit rock bottom. So when you hit rock bottom, there's not much further down to go. And so for me, it was like, do I stay in this misery? or do I make the changes? And so for me, I had to make the changes, but then again, that's where I talk about one little step at a time, because I think we get on Pinterest and see these like amazing kale salads, you know, or we see these bowls full of quinoa and beans and all these things. And that would overwhelm me. I would look at them and be like, I can't do that. Like, I'm not going to be on a health journey. But then when I realized like, oh, okay, I can still have hamburgers. I'm just going to switch out for a better ketchup. And, oh, I can still make pancakes. I'm just going to use a better pancake mix. Oh, I can still have, you know what I mean? It didn't have to be that I went from eating hamburgers and pancakes to this kale, quinoa, sardine diet. It yeah, wasn't yeah. a jump from that. It's just, let's switch out your ketchup. There's ketchup with high fructose corn syrup and there's ketchup without. We don't, our bodies don't need the high fructose corn syrup. So let's just make a ketchup switch. Okay, the next day, let's just make um, a fruit switch. Some of the canned fruits are full of sugar and some are just fruit. Let's choose the ones with just fruit, right? So it's lots of little baby changes, not these huge overwhelming changes. And then that makes it doable. Yeah, I love that. And that's something that a sim similar to my journey where, you know, I was, I was told don't eat gluten and dairy. And I thought, whoo that's my life, you know? And at first I was so desperate to feel good. I 
I, I eliminated it all. And then I lost a ton of weight and couldn't keep it up. I didn't do the right <laughs> approach. Um, but now I'm getting to the point where I'm like, oh, so there are better gluten options. Like it, it felt like there was this hard and fast no to, oh, like I just learned from you a sourdough class and I'm trying to incorporate some more of those enjoyable things, right? Like being able to enjoy pancakes with the, the whole, um, the real syrup, right? Real maple syrup versus like the Lincoln log. That's not the right word. <laughs> Whatever, you know, the log cabin, yeah. Log cabin, yeah, that's um, full of syrup. hyper-processed corn syrup and artificial sweeteners and caramel color. And yeah, yeah. you don't need that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's, but the other thing I want to say, which you just touched upon is it's not depriving yourself. Diets deprive yourself of things. Living a healthy lifestyle is not depriving yourself. So if you want um, gluten, for instance, what I did or want, I mean, go off gluten. What I did is I found replacements so that I never had to deprive myself. I love pasta, right? So I tried out lots of different gluten-free pastas, some I hated. And then one I found and I was like, oh, you would never know that this is a gluten-free pasta. And when I gave it to my kids, they never knew it was gluten-free. And so I never deprived myself of pasta. I just found a better choice for my body. So it's always about just finding that better choice, especially like if you go dairy-free, that can be hard for people. So don't just quit it. Like if you love cream cheese, go find a good dairy-free cream cheese that you like. So it's all about not depriving yourself. It's just about nourishing yourself. Yeah. And being willing to test, right. And try things out and be like, oh, that didn't go so well, or that didn't taste so good. I've tried a lot of gluten-free breads that I have not enjoyed. <laughs> right. Right. But then once you find the one you like, then it's really easy to go grocery shopping because you just know what you're going to grab and you like it. Yeah. So I kind of want to like fast forward many years <laughs> um, and, and talk a little bit about, I think it would be really fun to paint a picture of your lifestyle now and what your lifestyle looks like from, you know, from where you were to where you are now and knowing that it, it takes some time. Um, and you said, you know, it's not deprivation. I have a full thriving lifestyle. Um, maybe could you share, like, I don't even know. I don't know if it's a day in the life of, but like, what does it look like for you to maintain this level of like being able to thrive with your nutrition? So people think that living a healthy lifestyle is something extreme, but my day-to-day -day life probably looks like a lot more of the people than um, people want to realize other people's lifestyles than people want to realize. Um, in the morning, I just go to the gym, wake up and go to the gym. I'm big about people exercising and moving their body. It is so good for their health. I'm never preaching to go to the gym for how it makes your body look. I'm always talking about how it makes your body feel because exercise is great for the immune system. It's great for mental health. It's a great way to detox and get rid of some of those heavy metals. So that's the morning. I get home, I've got to get kids to school. So we feed, um, I always cook a breakfast. And so maybe that's a little bit different. I won't do cereal. Um, cereal is used as a dessert in our home, like after dinner, if they want it. And it's actually a better choice cereal. It's not one with artificial dyes, things like that. So I will cook breakfast in the morning, but it's really simple. We either have scrambled eggs or oatmeal. They love oatmeal. So we'll do oatmeal with a different variety of toppings, sometimes bananas, sometimes chia seeds, sometimes fruit. Sometimes we'll just do a yogurt bar with granola and different fruits. 
um, sometimes crepes made from like oat flour and eggs that I love. So we're just, I'm just homemaking more than maybe some homes. That's maybe the little difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so our breakfast is homemade. And then if I'm cleaning, like all my cleaning supplies are non-toxic. Um, if I'm like doing little chores after the kids have gone to school, all my cleaning supplies are non-toxic ones, but that took a while. I didn't just, um, empty out like my whole sink under my kitchen, my whole sink, my whole cupboard under the kitchen sink, you you know, I replaced things like, okay, what's a better thing for Ajax. And I would sort of look around and search for it, you know, and okay, what's a better all purpose cleaner. And I even tried some homemade ones, you know, to help on the budget. Um, and some were okay. Some I didn't like, it's just like this fun journey of trying new things and trying homemade or purchasing new ones. And so we'll do some chore. I'll do some chores, whatever, and clean with the non-toxic cleaning supplies. Then it's lunch. And again, so easy to tell you the truth. It's usually leftovers from the night before. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause I don't want to cook lunch cause I'm always cooking breakfast and dinner. So lunch is just leftovers, but like snacks. So when the kids come home from school, everybody's hungry, right? I don't always have a homemade snack. Most of the time I don't, but there'll be apples in the fridge and string cheese and nuts and fruit leathers and, you know, things, yogurts, things that are just whole food um, things rather than, I don't know, cookies or a lot of granola bars that aren't so great. And to tell you the truth, when I stopped buying so much processed food, processed snacks, my grocery bill went down because those processed snacks are so expensive. Like they're all individually wrapped. They're just pricey buying like a bag of tangerines or a bag of um, apples to have with some peanut butter or something is so much cheaper. And so the snacks are just whole food snacks. And then at dinner time, um, I'll always make, I usually make something Friday nights. We usually do go out cause I'm tired and don't want to cook, but, um, I just cook something homemade and I do try to add vegetables a lot to the dishes. So if we're having like sloppy joes, I'll chop up a ton of vegetables and throw it in the sauce. If we're having spaghetti, I'll chop up a ton of veggies, put it in the sauce. Having chicken pasta, same, chop up a bunch of veggies, put it in the sauce. So I'm trying to add in vegetables as much as I can because I think a lot of Americans don't get enough vegetables per day. And so I'm really big on trying to teach like, hey, just throw some vegetables in this smoothie or in this sauce or serve it like this. Um, Because I think, so many of us are dealing with inflammation, which is a huge root cause of so many health issues out there. And if we could all increase our vegetables, it would calm some of that inflammation down. And so, plus it's good fiber. Oh, there's so many good things about vegetables. It, the fiber feeds our good bacteria in our guts. I mean, I could go on and on. So if you're just starting, focus on those vegetables, like trying to provide more vegetables at dinner time. So really, I don't know, I think that whole day would be very similar to other people's. Yeah. And I, I kind of was hoping that it would be that way because that's, that's what I really wanted to show is that like this lifestyle can feel very natural. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. And sometimes when we feel far away from it, right. When we think about wait, maybe where you were several years ago, this, what you're doing now feels really far away. But what you're saying, and that I love is that it's natural now it's how you show up and 
it fits your lifestyle that you want to live. And that's everything that we talk about around here is matching your habits to fit the lifestyle that you want to live. And then it helps you show up in the way that you want to show up, right? Show up in your business, show up in your family, in your life and all of that. So I have a, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah. And remember like, just do one little thing at a time, because honestly, I only swapped out my makeup maybe like five years ago, but yeah, I've been on this journey for at least 15 years because I had so many other things to educate myself on and learn about that makeup was last. Do you know what I mean? So some people think I've been like living this perfect lifestyle or something for um, years and years, but it took years and years to learn all of this. And so don't, don't be hard on yourself. Give yourself time, give yourself space. Just let yourself do one little thing at a time. Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, you're, you're, you're demonstrating that you can thrive throughout the whole process. It wasn't like 15, 17 years ago. And then all of a sudden today you're thriving, right? You were thriving throughout and you were just learning how to add things. And I'm kind of, I've been trying to do the same thing, like just switching out my hand wash you know, for a little bit better ones and same thing. And you can still like, just because I don't know, we're not quote perfect. (laughs) doesn't mean that we're not thriving. We're, we're just getting better and improving and thriving throughout the journey. Right. Exactly. So I'm curious as you kind of were going along this journey, you had little kids with you, right? I did. How did you navigate I don't know, the simplest question of vegetables with them, like bringing more of that in. I think there's a lot of moms that may feel a little overwhelmed with the way their kids approach food. What has worked for you? Okay. So the number one key is consistency. It has to come down to consistency because if your kids just think like, oh, mom's trying a new diet, a new trend. Oh, mom's trying some Pinteresty thing, you know? They, they don't get on board. They'll complain every meal. Mm-hmm. So um, my kids learned really quickly that every night at dinner, there would be at least one vegetable, if not more, but a vegetable side and a fruit. And the first couple weeks, months, I mean, still sometimes people complain over what vegetable it is, or, oh, I hate that vegetable, or, oh, yay, I'm glad we have these vegetables tonight. I like it. But the, the complaining of why are we doing this? Why do we have to do this? Why more vegetables? That stopped after they realized that this was consistent, that every mm-hmm. single night the vegetables and fruit were coming. That stopped. And so then it became like, okay, I, I know I have to try it. Okay, I'll try it. You know, and so, and then now they're great eaters, um, especially my younger ones who have grown up always eating the healthy food. They're amazing eaters. But I did have like a seven-year-old at the time when I started this health journey and well, eight-year-old, six-year-old that they had had the frosted flakes and the lucky charms and the fruity pebbles for breakfast. And they had had, you know, just all the Oreos and everything you can imagine they had it. So for them to switch, it did take time, but I did baby steps with them too. Like when I switched to a new ketchup, they had no idea. When I switched to a new fruit snack that just didn't have as much junk in it, they didn't realize, you know, and so it's the little changes you can make that they'll have no idea that you've made them. And if you just slowly are consistent with a new or with a vegetable or a fruit every single night, they, they'll, 
children are, they are more flexible than adults. They'll learn, they'll adapt and it will all work out. Yeah. And it's probably not as big of deal in the long run as it is in the moment, right? Like when you're consistent with offering it, they, they get on board with the consistency, but sometimes it feels overwhelming when it's like, you know, for the first little bit, then it's just like hard to stay consistent kind of, you know? (laughs) Right. So being consistent and knowing that not everyone's going to like everything. Like, I still don't think there's a meal that all six kids are like, oh, yay, we're having it. You know, it's, there's always someone who doesn't like something, but that doesn't stop you from feeding them nourishing foods. I love that. I I think that's perfect. You're not going to please everyone. (laughs) Isn't that a quote, like in a kitchen somewhere? I can't please everyone. (laughs) Probably. You mentioned a little bit, just, I wanted to touch on this. You mentioned that your grocery bill actually went down. And I think a big barrier for people is the fear of cost. Sometimes, you know, the gluten-free does cost a little bit more or some of those things, um, or organic or, or something like that. How have you kind of navigated that? Cause I know you've been through different journeys of, you know, being able to make it work on, um, different incomes or whatever. And so how do you, um, how do you kind of like, how could you answer that question of somebody that's nervous that it's just going to cost a lot? So lately, actually, I've been thinking that I need to teach this better on my site because so many people say like, I can't live a healthier lifestyle because it costs too much. And I disagree with that 100%. So when I started my health journey, we were the poorest we had ever been. Like we had four little kids. My husband had lost his job, but then he started a business that just bombed and we had lost retirement. We'd lost our savings. I mean, we literally had nothing. And so I'm like, it can be done. So for instance, she, my doctor was like, okay, you need to get moving every day. I couldn't afford a gym membership, but I could afford going outside and walking every day. And so that walking then became jogging. And then I loved running. And so that didn't cost me anything, but some time she was like, you've got to increase your water. Water is a great detoxer. So every day, you know, you've got to have this much water. That's not something that people can't do. Right. Um, she wanted me to take a probiotic. And I was like, I can't afford those probiotics. And she was like, okay, then go to the store and buy fermented food like kimchi and just take a spoonful of it a day. Like it is a pill that you're taking. And so I ate the food more as like medicine rather than enjoying kimchi. So there's ways that you can budget this. You can be creative and do the free things. So Okay. There's lots of different things. Let's first start with free things. Like I said, the exercise, the water, then you find the cheaper things. For instance, making your own stuff can be so much cheaper. So even from cleaning supplies, making things with vinegar and lemons, so cheap for laundry soap. We used baking soda, just baking soda for probably 10 to 12 years so cheap, like way cheaper than buying the Tide, the Gain, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Making your own hand soap, so much cheaper. Making your own bath soap. I mean, just so many things that you can make that are cheaper. But then also, like I talked about earlier, the non-packaged foods are so much cheaper than the individually wrapped packaged food. So that there's also buying in bulk. Um, Buying in bulk, like we have oats and they're organic oats, which would be really costly if I were to buy that every week. 
but we go through a ton of oats in our house. And so I buy them in huge 50 pound bags. And so it saves us a ton of money. So buying in bulk is a great option. I had to learn that when we were really poor, because I was like, I've got to save every penny we can. Buying on sales, stock up when things are on sale, but also simplifying. Like I look in people's bathrooms and the amount of beauty items and hygiene items they have bought is absurd. I'm like, just buy the basics and you will save hundreds of dollars with that. And so it comes down to looking for the free things, looking for the cheaper things, buying in bulk, buying when on sale and um, simplifying, consolidating. And it goes the same with like cleaning supplies. You don't need one for the bathtub and one for the bath floor and one for the toilet and one for the sink. You just need one all-purpose cleaner. And the same with like your medicine cabinets. You don't need something, an ointment for the rash and the bites and the bee stings and the cuts and the bruises. Like there are ones that do it all, you know? So it just comes down to making your health a priority so that you will take the time to um, maybe find things in bulk or find things that are cheaper or consolidate the items that you've been buying. Yeah. I love that. And, and kind of going back to that empowerment of like empowering yourself to um, make your health a priority and being willing to make changes and sacrifices that support a better good. Right. Exactly. Wonderful. Well, th- this really has been such an amazing episode. And I, th- and I, my hope really was that, you know, the women listening could walk away with feeling like there are some simple steps to start feeling better. I mean, as basic as it is, like some very simple steps to start feeling better mentally, physically, all of the above so that they can show up in their life um, as the woman of wellness that they want to be. So do you have any um, final thought or (laughs) parting words that you want to leave them with? I have said most of this, but honestly, I just just want to encourage women that if you don't feel right, listen to your body. There is something going on. Your body will feel good and you'll be full of energy if your body is being nourished correctly. And so listen to your body and then make this a whole lifestyle. Do not deprive yourself of things. Don't deprive yourselves of certain foods or certain restrictions on calories or things like that. Nourish your body. So add in the fruits and vegetables, add in the whole seed or whole foods, the nuts, the seeds, the grains, things that will nourish your body and crowd out maybe some of those other foods, all the heavy processed refined foods. So add in a lot of new thing, a lot of whole foods so that it crowds out the other stuff rather than like depriving yourself of things and just take it one step at a time and over a period of time, all those small little changes that you've made will add up to this whole new healthy lifestyle that just helps you feel your best self. And I say, we have one life to live, live the best one you can. Don't live in misery and darkness. Um, Look for the help that you need to live a life of happiness and hope. And then pass that on to your kids, teach your kids that life is hard, but it also can be fulfilling and full of joy, even in the hard times, because of how we feel, we can um, have that life of happiness. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I love, I love the contrast of, you know, you sharing your story of being in a really, really, really deep place and being able to come out of it and, and thrive. 
Um, so thank you. Will you tell us where to find you and all of that? Cause you've got, I mean, your Instagram is amazing and you've got a store that, you know, I've tried some of them and they're amazing. And so tell us a little bit more about where people can find you. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram for just daily tips, things like that. You can also go to my website, justingredients.us. And on there, I have put all of my favorites. So if you're wondering like, what's your favorite shampoo or what's your favorite dish um, soap or what's your favorite supplement? All of those are on the website just so that you can easily go see what are good products out there. Um, on my website, you can also find my products that I make. So we make protein powders and pre-workout and uh, deodorant, face scrub, lip balm, dry shampoo, lots of different beauty products and food products. And so you can find those on the website there. And then I do have a podcast as well called um, the Just Ingredients podcast that I try to interview lots of doctors and ask them their opinion on health issues. So you can find me there. And we also have a Facebook group called Just Ingredients. So those are the main places. Lots of support for their journey. And I love that, that they can come in and show up as they are and then get support along the way. And everybody's at a different, at a different place. And it's, and so I, I've loved your Instagram and I've loved, I've loved learning. And so I'm so grateful that you're willing to come on and share your story with us and your expertise. You know, this is something that you've been doing for a long time. And so thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.